when I go out of state and talk to people, I have to explain like there's west, there's east, there's the county, there's it like <laughs> like you really gotta like break it down. Like there's a, like there's like different, and then like they'll compare like DC or PG. Oh yeah, that's a part of Baltimore, and isn't it like two two seconds away from you? And it's like no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different country. Like no. <laughs> You have to literally like break it down every single time. Like it's just interesting. Yeah. Whenever people just lump the DMV as one entity, it's like, well, first of all, Baltimore City is its own country. So let's start there. Second of all, <laughs> right. <next time. laughs> but yeah, I carry that. I carry a lot of those implicit life lessons with me. Yeah. Just in Every, everywhere I go, uh, just a key point like street smarts or like one, here's a specific thing. I remember my girlfriend and I we went to Vegas, uh, it was spring 2019, I believe. But we were walking through the streets and stuff and someone, uh, like, like he he did it in a slide in the slyest of ways, but he basically just offered us drugs and I asked if he wanted to buy some, mm -hmm. and I was like, "No, nah, we good." But my girlfriend, she was like, "Wait, what was he talking about? Or like, what did he say? Or what, what was?" Because she didn't grow up in the same environment that I did, mm -hmm. but I know exactly what it looks like when somebody's offering you drugs. Yeah. and how to navigate that relationship but it came so natural to me mm. and it's just like oh knee-jerk reaction yeah but to somebody else that's not the case so like, it's like stuff like that like implicit life lessons that I just pick up picked up when I was 11 yeah and it's just still with me at 26 yeah but. yeah I definitely can resonate with that I think you know Growing up in Baltimore and New York, specifically Baltimore, like you say, you learn things, you learn a lot of street smarts that you have to deal with day to day that you wouldn't even, like somebody that might grow up in a suburban area wouldn't even think like, even though I grew up in the county, I have experienced and seen some things like, you know, it's Baltimore at the end of the day. So, <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> Um, I definitely experienced and seen some things. So, you know, when I go to different places, it's a lot of things, like you say, you catch more. And I think that that has helped me to be more observant and kind of pay attention to people versus I'm just trying to make a friend, if that makes sense. Because you can kind of tell the people who didn't grow up, like, I mean, it's nothing wrong with, you know, how they were raised, but like, you can kind of tell because they're so quick to befriend people where me, when I first meet you, I gotta check your body language, your face expressions, how you move. And like, if you say something, like, how are you saying it? Things like that, like, you know, really get to know you before I befriend you because you you really don't know. And it's a lot of people who are wolves in sheep's clothing and growing up in a place like Baltimore, you learn that. So it helps you to maneuver life, especially if, it also it prevents you from getting into a lot of things because if you don't know, it's easy for you to get into some craziness 
and thinking, oh, everything's okay. This person's fine. And it's like, you know, them for 2.8 seconds, how do you really know? Like, you don't, like, you can't trust everybody, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a different adulthood lesson because, I mean, when we're eight, it's easier to, you know, make friends and stuff. But over time, things things change for everybody, like for any given person's um, life. Like the same things that I would hold, um, like the same beliefs and values that I would hold the next person might not have. Even if we came from the same place, we came from the same school, the same type of upbringing, it's like you also just never really know what, what's going on in people's lives. Just you, you, you never know. Like even on the, on the surface, it looks one way, but life be life in. Yeah. Life be life in for people. So that's, a, that's also another key piece is um, one thing that I've learned and it's a lesson that I'm cultivating currently is empathy and understanding why it is that people's perceptions of Baltimore City are the way they are. And then also understanding like, like the history of the city and just how all of it comes together to be what we now know as Baltimore City, but understand that the people who grew up in that environment, myself included, and yourself included, I, we're all responding to our environment in, in certain ways. Yeah. And with, with responding to the environment, sometimes you, gonna get you're gonna get caught up but then in other responses it's like oh someone else got caught up not because they're a bad person or not because they are like, inherently incapable of doing good in the world yeah it's like no to be empathetic to the problems that a lot of people face and in impoverished communities or like marginalized communities, physical and like identity communities, what have you. It's a, a key point to understand that there's a reason for it all that is outside of just that one individual. Yeah. Like there's systems in place. There's stuff that we reproduce on a on a daily basis through TVs and movies and news broadcasting and a lot of what, um, I mean, look, friends from our elementary school, a lot of what I've seen is that a lot of the responses are just out of, like, a, it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Like, a lot of us, we're operating in survival mode for some, for some things. Yeah. And to, <laughs> don't nobody want to operate out of survival mode all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I um I didn't for so long I didn't realize how much I was living life on survival mode. And that's how we're conditioned within our community. Um that we have to 
be in survival mode all the time. Just like how I interact with people before, like, you know, sometimes I can come across not like kind of aggressive or like in my head, the best way I can explain it to people is in my head, I'm saying it in a nice way. But when it comes out, it comes out a different way. So I have learned to like, check that and be like, okay, maybe I said this in not a nice way. So let me just kind of explain myself or whatever. And, you know, it's easy to be like I said, it's easy to be in survival mode. But as an adult, you have to unlearn that in a sense, like, you know, and that comes from your upbringing and the things that you have experienced as a child. And I think you said this early, earlier is to reprogram your brain that, you know, okay, this is a trigger. This is trauma. This, this is not like what life is. I shouldn't harbor over this and live life based off of my trauma and what I have experienced. I can have a clean slate and I can rebuild myself of how I want my adulthood to look like, what my adult self wants to look like and not based off of what I've been through in my life so far, if that makes sense. So, so yeah. Yeah, and every, every programming process. In, a, in another sense is healing. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, we don't want to go through that process because healing means I have to expose the wound to begin with and yeah. going to expose the wound or going to like peek up under the rug where I swept this thing 13 years ago. Yeah. I don't think I want to do that or go to the, you know, the bones in the closet. That's, that's not an easy thing, especially not an easy thing to do alone, but mm -hmm. It's just a necessary process for for growth and maturity and just to be able to live a more fulfilling life because if you're if there's always that one pebble in your shoe, there's always that one like that one little splinter in your finger that you just never got rid of or you never addressed, there's always gonna be there. And then it's gonna have spillover effects in your relationships. No matter what it is, family, romantic. Uh, professional friends, you you name it. So. Yeah, and you have to realize that like healing means forgiving people, and also looking at yourself from a different perspective. So for me, I'm still learning, but I had to learn that you have to forgive people, even if they don't give you an apology, if, even if you never see them again. You have that's a part of healing is forgiveness. And also looking at how you played a role in that situation too, because sometimes you have a perspective of you're always right. So whatever they did to you, it was justified. Like, you know, because they did this or because whatever I, you know, it was justified that I did that. And it's during my healing process, I had to look at some things and be like, yeah, that person did that, but did I really have to react like that? Or did I had to, I probably shouldn't have said that, that wasn't really the best thing to say about them or to do this, like, like, you know what I mean? And a lot of times we don't want to face the reality and what we've done wrong in that situation or in multiple situ situations. And that's why people don't want to necessarily heal because they don't want to see themselves for what they are and not what they painted themselves to be if that makes sense 
the ego, selfishness, and pride to get you every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about childhood, teenage years, adulthood as as much as we've seen so far. Because mm-hmm. you know, we, we still young in these streets. We still mm-hmm. we still babies. <laughs> but to to close, what is one thing that you hope anybody who comes across this gets from this conversation? Um, I would say that your journey is your journey. And, you know, acknowledge where you've been, but also you have a choice to create your own uh, reality and it's it's okay that you don't have everything figured out. You're going to you're going to get there. You know, I think that's like I would say the main point is that adulthood is not you having everything figured out. It's just how are you taking the steps and how are you m- maneuvering life in the right way to be able to have a successful uh, adulthood. So where can people find you on the internet? YouTube so, socials. <laughs> you can find me at D Faith Vibes um, on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok because I am on TikTok. <laughs> um, I call myself one of the millennial aunties because you know I'm I'm a little old for TikTok, but I'm still young. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, at least that's what my my young cousins tell me. You know, I'm still a little a little hip, so that's why I say because I'm not I'm not a mother yet. So. We're going to say auntie. Um, and also I have a YouTube channel and um, that is D-Faith. It's the same thing as my name. And I do have a vlogging channel that's called D-Faith Vibes if you want to check it out. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Well, thank you for your time. <laughs> thank right. you for inviting me.